scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. That's the title of today's Kaizen Stories. Hi, my name's Paul Glenn and I'm a change agent here at Sliding Paradigms. This particular Kaizen was run in the UK and it was in the city of Derby. Now this plant, this factory, had run Kaizens already for more than one year. Um, the people and the culture of this plant were, um, were very much open to the idea of Kaizen. In fact, you could say that they were emotionally attached to the running of Kaizens. Every month, like clockwork, they had a rhythm of bringing people together, cross-functional, and focus on finding ways to improve and innovate the strategic parts of their value stream. This machine had already had two Kaizans ran uh, on this line. It was a very important line. This Kaizan had to be very, very specific on how it was going to uh, bring about improvement. But as with all Kaizans, when you bring people together and you give them a challenge of reducing or increasing or uh, improving some part of a process, trust me on this, they will always find a way especially when you do it in a Kaizen format. What we did with this Kaizen is we wanted to reduce the setup time that was needed for this line to go from product A to product A or from product A to product B. We had reduced the batch size on this line. The setups were becoming more frequent. We needed to keep the reduced batch size a reality because the customer needed a quicker lead time, okay? We really needed to uh, impact the setup time. Kaizen went about using some of the very practical and simple tools. We would use video recorder, we used spaghetti diagrams which proved to be incredibly powerful for this particular Kaizen. And the team split up into smaller teams and got busy doing what they do best and that is finding opportunity. One of the discoveries that was found while doing the spaghetti diagram was that this particular line was incredibly long okay so the operator had to do a lot of work at the at the back end where all the controls were but every single setup that operator had to walk a hundred meters just over a hundred meters right up to the other end of the machine do some simple setting up and then walk all the way back down okay and the setups were occurring um, even every 30 minutes and this line was running uh, six days a week, 24 hours a day. There wasn't really any extra time available. We had to find a way to make more without adding extra hours. The spaghetti diagram found that the operator had this long walking spurt on every single setup. And we started to think, okay, so ideally, if you could just have a magic wand and wave the magic wand, the, there would be two operators, okay? One operator would be down the back end doing what they had to do. And at the same time, a second operator would be at the front and they would be setting up that front because there was not a lot of work to happen at the front. And also, um, as with a lot of Kaizans, you're looking to innovate rather than add resource. So really, um, the opportunity to add labor here was not on the table, okay? Um, but... We had some, uh, uh, some team-based um, brainstorming and when we look around the area, we see that adjacent to this machine, there is another machine 
that's not quite as a high priority. Um, and we think, okay, so let's have a look at this line. And we talk to that operator uh, of that line. And there's a culture. There's a, there's a culture inside this plant where each machine is run by one person because you need a person to run the machine. But it's not really a culture where um, a, one person would run multiple machines. It, it just wasn't the way it's ever been done. Uh, you know, you heard the saying, um, we've always done it this way. Well, that's exactly what was happening here. You've got one operator on one machine. He was doing whatever he needed to do on his line. Uh, and then on this particular line that was the focus of the Kaizen, um, he was doing whatever he needed to be doing on, on, on that particular line. But we got that operator into the room and we says, look, is it possible that the activity that was required on the end of the line that was over 100 meters away from the main activity is it possible that we could pass that activity over to the other guy? And at first, there was lots of reasons why this could not happen. Um, and because as with all change, uh, you have that curve, the change curve. So both operators fell into the denial and the um, confusion and frustration of doing it differently. But um, as a team, we, we put all ideas on the table and uh, then we said, look, can we try something? Can we experiment? And the beauty about when you run a Kaizen is you can absolutely try. You can run tests. You can run trials. Okay, so we ran a test. First of all, with very just basic um, pen and paper, we just wrote down a simple um, bullet point procedure where the setup could happen, but all the activity that was happening at the end of the line, 100 odd meters away from the main activity, everything to do with that, we handed over to the other operator who was operating the other line. Um, he did some trials on his own, just uh, doing what needed to be done, because uh, it was fairly simple what needed to be done. And, uh, and then we did the big trial where the main operator, instead of a, a strategic point in his setup, he would go all the way up to the top of the line over 100 meters away. He now stayed put. And while he was working on that particular line, the second operator just went across, just I think it took maybe four and a half minutes for him to do what was needed. Uh, but remember, the other operator would have had to walk 100 meters. We, we, we sort of did a mock-up setup and, this, and the actual time it took to spin the machine around from finishing one product to getting started on the next product was, it was reduced massively. I think that we got something like a 20 minute saving, um, and which was huge, okay? So, um, so basically, now we had a problem about communication, okay? So we said, how can we communicate to the second operator on the, set, on the other line? How can we communicate in a powerful way so that that person knew that whenever he was needed, he knew that he got a signal? And what we did was we introduced a Andon signaling system. It was both audible and it was visual. It had its own um, visual board where it would display the various jobs and orders that were on that machine that were running on that machine. And it had a traffic light, so red, amber, and green. And then there was an like an alarm. When he was getting ready for requiring somebody to help at the front of the line, he would press a button, the and on line would go to amber, 
and the other operator would hear a low-pitched uh, siren. He would just walk literally uh, about 10 meters over to the other line and he would start to help set up. So he'd spend about four to five minutes helping that other guy. While, so he'd be busy down the back end setting all his machine up and while that was happening, the second operator was now spending four or five minutes setting the front end up. And uh, then when it was all done, he would press a button that would signal the guy down at the main part to say that now the front end was ready and set up. The first operator, the priority operator, was now in a, in, a, in a position where without going anywhere away from the main part of the machine, he could press the start button and get his line up and running. This was very, very powerful because the, the, the change that these people were going through was huge because literally the culture was one person operates one machine and now what you've got is you scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. When the line was up and running, the main operator would also pop over to the, um, the second guy and help him however he could. So what we ended up doing was creating um, a, 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 a closer relationship between the two people and the two machines. It was fantastic. This is a, it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful Kaiser and it's a, a lovely story and um, I've really enjoyed telling it. But so uh, if you are interested in watching or listening to any other Kaizen stories, you can always search hashtag Kaizen stories. Uh, there's plenty more uh, that exist on the social media platforms. You can also find these stories on our website, slidingparadigms.com. So have yourself a safe uh, time and uh, take care.